Oh, what am I doing? Ben Begley don't text. And guess who else doesn't? Machete! Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's guilty movie pleasure. Every time we get crazier with this dance. Ooh. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. Still waiting for that Shake Weight. Boy, you know, we can't, we're just trying to get sponsored by Shake Weight. Where, where are you at, Shake Weight? Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we are continuing our Robert Rodriguez fandom this week. Uh, this was a user request, a listener request, and one of my favorite Grindhouse movies, uh, Machete. Uh, I'm very excited about it. But first, I want to talk real quick. About how it's May the 4th, so may the 4th be with you. you and as it's well. uh, Star Wars Day, everybody. I'm celebrating it by going to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, which is, you know, kind of a Star Wars-ish movie. I wouldn't nice. say it's... I would, you know, don't worry. Uh, before everybody gets pissed, I'm not, like, putting it in the same way. They're league. already pissed. There's I'm just saying it's intergalactic. Do. Sure. So it's it's in the galaxies. It's space-related. Far, far away as well. So it's space-related. Yeah. It's I, the closest so. thing in theaters right now. Anyways, I did want to point out, I'm wearing a shirt that says, um, Galaxy's Best Dad? And it has Vader on it. Do you feel that way? I, you know, I feel like I, I'm a decent dad. I feel like I'm a pretty good dad. I just have a question about this shirt. Right. Because for all intents and purposes, uh, Vader is not a good dad. He's an absentee dad. He's an absentee dad. He cuts off his son's hand. Right. Uh, he uh, blows up the planet of his daughter's entire people. Right. I mean, there's just a lot of choices. And he, like, hides from his kids, too. I think that's the main problem for me. So, is this shirt saying I'm Galaxy's best dad by comparison? Because that's a low bar to clear. Well... Let's let's first acknowledge the fact that it's your shirt, and now you're asking me to interpret it. I'm just asking because I've been thinking about this sure. ever since I put it on. I I think the shirt is saying Darth Vader is, is Gal- like you are representing to the, the world that you feel like Darth Vader because is because it's from the Empire. Dad. So sure. it's, it's an alternative fact from the Empire. There you go. Okay. There you go. This okay. is Vader's America right now. <laughs> so Ivanka has a shirt that says Galaxy's Best Dad with a picture of Trump, and it shares the same meaning as yes. this. Oh, we're gonna get political today, ladies Uh-oh. and gentlemen. Uh-oh. We are actually so. To, to warn everyone, this movie is a grindhouse movie, but it definitely has social satire and comedy to it, um, which is weird because it, it came out in 2010, but you were saying it feels like it could have been written... Like yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah. In, in fact, some of the campaign slogans in here don't sound that far off from what happened in the 2016 election. And so we're just clear. Let's play that first one, by the way. Let's sure. play... Um, Let's play clip B1 just so we can get the politics out of the way. But I think this is crazy. When you listen to this, tell me if this doesn't sound like a Trump rally. Play B1, please. The infestation has begun. Parasites have crossed our borders and are sickening our country, leeching off our system, destroying us from the inside. But State Senator John McLaughlin has a plan of attack. (laughs) He'll fight to keep illegal immigrants out. He supports an electrified border fence. No amnesty for parasites. John McLaughlin wants to protect you from the invaders. Vote to re-elect State Senator John McLaughlin. (laughs) Faithful by the committee to re-elect State Senator John McLaughlin. (laughs) To to be fair, that electric border fence, I think he intends to power with solar energy. Solar energy. So he's environmentally conscious. I just think you you could take the word parasite and put bad ombre. Yep. Or you could take the word parasite and put... Terrorists, rapists, and murderers. Um, I, this is actually worded almost more uh, gentle. I, than well, <laughs> so the only reason 
our sitting president didn't use these exact words is because he doesn't know the word parasite. <laughs> That's the only and reason. And he didn't want to plagiarize Machete right. because his wife already no, plagiarized. He, he has no problem plagiarizing. Can, I want to play one more thing just because I'll get the pol- political satire out of the way so people don't get pissed at me too much this show. But if you're a Trump fan, you're probably not listening to the show anyways. Uh, maybe you are. Hey, and welcome. It's fine. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> can we play clip B2? And I want you to listen to this and tell me if this sounds like the rally in Pennsylvania... Or Robert De Niro. Change the laws. Open the doors. Red Rover, Red Rover. Let the terrorists come over. Uh, let me tell you what change that'll bring. 68 cents. The jingle jangle of pennies in your pocket because the scavengers, the leeches, the parasites are walking away with your money while you're left with a change. So I want to say one more thing. Who are you going to vote for? <laughs> I mean... He's not saying one more... The only thing I will say is uh, Robert De Niro actually uses better words right. than the best words used by a more di- A more diverse pool of words. There's, there's more coherent thoughts and less ramblings in this. <laughs> I, I am wondering... They're both terrible speeches. I mean... And say vile things. Sure. Sure. I, I am wondering how... First of all, I've never heard anyone refer to Mexican immigrants as terrorists before. That was that, a brand new concept. That's a brand new concept, yes. Um, so that's something new. So, so good for you, Machete, for um, <laughs> introducing that into our consciousness. And then also, like, I wonder how he came up with the 68 cents. Exactly. Like, was that a mathematical calculation? or was 68 like, cents, exactly. This is, we, we vetted it. We know how much you'll be left with. I'm pretty sure when the, when the travel ban was happening, uh-huh. one of the slogans was... Red Rover, Red Rover, let the terrorists come over. And the administration was like, that's a little... That's on the nose. Maybe we shouldn't go for that. (laughs) Anyways, now that I've gotten the uh, political uh, comparisons mostly out of the way for the movie, uh, I personally, I saw this movie back in theaters. Um, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Movie theaters or the stage? Uh, When they did the stage production (laughs) of Machete with Edward James almost playing Machete. That was a killer performance I heard. It was great. Um, But no, so so (laughs) I remember I saw it with my buddy Evan and Nate and we cracked up the whole time. Uh, because I knew what I was getting myself into. I'd seen the spoof trailer for Grindhouse. I love Planet Terror. I love Robert Rodriguez's kind of handmade style. So I knew I was getting something that was going to be a little cheap and fun and ridiculous. Uh, <clears throat> how did you feel about it, Jesse? <laughs> You've never seen it until now. I had never seen it. Um, <laughs> I feel like that says everything. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't my favorite movie. What I texted you was <laughs> it, it felt like the script was a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And what I mean by this is there's, it's sort of a, a unique protagonist, right? He's got a thing. Um, he only he prefers to use handheld weapons, which uh, was never explained. I would have loved to hear the explanation for that as to what happened with him and guns that he decided only just, handheld blades. He, he's just a badass. I, yeah. Okay. But, you know, like just just some line to be like uh, he even explains why he doesn't text. Just by saying machete, machete don't, don't text, text. Yeah, he yeah. could have just said ma- he machete don't shoot. He occasionally uses guns, but he prefers he the prefer- up close and personal. Right, but so I would love to know why. But hey, a- anyway, what's yeah. yes, please? Um, you ever watch Desperados? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, You know, he like I guess he's playing like the same character where he just throws knives. Like he was a he was like the knife thrower in that. Yeah, but in that one he was a hitman. He wasn't a federale, right? So right, but he's still doing like the whole. Like, oh yeah, it's very using weapons. Or, there's like, so like, many uh, nods to Desperado in this movie, like the time where some. Hayek's playing the guitar and singing and 
Antonio Banderas is aiming the guns, and then they both come to her, and he kicks her out of the way and shoots the dude through the glass. This is almost identical to when Jessica Alba's and Michelle Rodriguez, both those scenes where one's post-coitus, the other is post-gentlemanly act, where he doesn't coitus her. Uh-huh. Uh, and both times, dudes crash through, and he just bl- and then slices him up. Right, right. And it's, uh, so there's a lot of nods to other, uh, this is like a greatest hits, uh, Parody of all of Robert Rodriguez movies is what it feels like. Sure. It's like a spoof of his other movies. But so, but then, the, so yeah. What was your thought? The yeah. other aspect of it was that there was a whole lot, like every single piece of dialogue was a description of what was going on. Uh-huh. Like there was never. Oh, so like the gra- any, that's what you mean by graphic novel? Yeah, yeah, there was never any conversation like a graphic novel from the '90s before they could draw exactly what was happening. Right. It's like, well, over here, I'm going to walk to this door, and this is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. And like every single piece of dialogue was just like, here's what's happening in our world, and here's what I'm doing. And here's what I'm about to do. Watching it a second time, it does wink at the audience uh, a few too many times, but I still loved it. Like, yeah. like the whole thing about how long are your intestines? Oh, you mean <laughs> to tell me intestines are 60 feet? And it's like, but that was one of my favorites because I'm like, oh, this is going to pay off really well. Right. And then when he gr- it cuts the guy's stomach open, digs in, and runs down the hall. And does a jump out the window and flings back in. I mean, you know, we we now know it's sixty feet, so we know that that's an accurate thing. It would have been great had it had the guy not been standing close enough to the window, and he had like jumped out the window thinking he had slack for sixty feet yeah. and yeah, just yeah. run right into the wall. <laughs> Be like, yeah, I knew it was sixty feet, but I didn't feet. have the time to measure how far away I was. Um, but so, like, and intestines also are indestructible. <laughs> you cannot; you they will not rip. You can't rip that last piece out of a human. Yeah. That that just drags the human with you. Yep. Um, but so, like, there were definitely parts of it where, that I thought were funny, and like, I could see them winking at mm-hmm. the audience or like winking towards what they were uh, what they were alluding to, or like the movies yeah. that they were spoofing. Um, but I, it felt almost like you, you know the phrase like you practice how you play, uh-huh. or you play how you practice, whatever it is. Sure. Um, you, but you know that yeah, general. Yeah, 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 like, I know that yeah, general. You, you play I mean, how you practice. I, kn- I now know it. Right, and so I understand we're, it. everyone's learning today. <laughs> um, but it felt like they were doing the winking so much that it bled into the parts that they didn't want that in. I Does that make okay, sense? Okay. So, like, the, the part where the cops, where the cops, I'm putting in quotations, are, like, driving Machete, and we, we actually have the Should sound we just clip. play that? Yeah, let's play the sound All right, clip. we'll play clip number five. Uh, he still thinks we're cops. He still thinks we're cops. Well, of course he would think that. We frisked him, we cuffed him, we threw him in the car. Apprehended him just like the real cops did. Uh, I didn't frisk him. So when they're saying this, Machete is in the back seat. And there's no reason that they would be saying this if he were still in the car. But so that is obviously intentional. Can we just say what happens after that? Yeah. He shoves the machete through uh, the driver and starts steering the car with the machete. And Uh uh, it makes... The car crash, and he gets out right before it explodes entirely, and it's fantastic. It's it's great. I can't wait to uh, have viewers count how many times I pronounce machete different ways, whether it's machete, <laughs> machete, or machete. Machete. You know, sometimes I go light with my. Uh, I thought sh- it was. Sh- I thought it was match it. Match it. Um, but so that machete. was yeah, that machete. was one that was like intentional, and I enjoyed it, and it was funny. Yeah. But then there were other moments of conversation where it was like. 
I don't think they're trying to do this right now, but they've just been doing it mm-hmm. that maybe like that's the muscle memory they well, have. We'll get into this some more. Let's do the in, in an under three, the plot in under three minutes. I was trying to form a sentence there, uh, and we're going to do the plot in under three minutes right now. It's going to be a doozy. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember everything. I Again, I love this movie, so I'm very excited about this. Uh, are we ready in the booth for the three minutes? In three, two, one. One. So we start off and we find out that uh, Machete and his partner, I forget his name, they're going to go save a girl who's been kidnapped by this drug cartel. And he's and he's getting, being told by his commanding officer, you're not supposed to go in there, Machete. Damn it, you're a federale. Don't go in there. And he goes in anyways. His partner immediately gets blasted and killed. And he's like, sorry. He goes in, chops off a dude's hand, chops three guys' heads off in a spinning circle, goes, finds a super hot naked girl who goes, it's too hot for clothes. And she seems really not in distress at all. But we learn why, because she betrays him. He's left her dead. His wife gets decapitated we cut to three years later he's at a taco truck with michelle rodriguez go um and so should we we find out jessica alba surveilling this taco truck because mm-hmm. she's trying she's to find ice. she works for ice yeah she yep um and she's trying to find the network because the network helps people cross the border mm-hmm. um we also find robert de niro is a congressman who shoots people crossing the border with, with don johnson whole, who's yeah. vaughn who's in uh who's crazy in minute militia. Man. yep um so we have we've set up basic the basic conflict right yep um machete is a day laborer he's trying to find work um and he gets into a street fight they ask him to come fight a guy and he beats the guy up without punching and just eating a taco and then he gets picked up Booth. by, the, by yeah by the congressman's aide who yep. says i have a job for you i want you to kill the congressman yep and so then after he gets that job he get, he gets one hundred fifty thousand dollars. he takes it to she which is uh michelle rodriguez we find out that she is she um and then um he goes to assassinate the congressman but it find, turns out he's been set up and that somebody shoots the congressman in the in the leg the guy from boardwalk empire plays nucky's brother and then shoots machete he escapes narrowly and then he's taken to a hospital and we realize that there's it's this all elaborate plan to get the congressman elected re-elected because his his voting um, numbers were dipping and now it's going to strengthen everybody's resolve to ma- to build the wall and so he's in the hospital they talk about the 60 feet of intestines which we already they yep. come in hitman style they drop the flowers like every action movie ever which i love yep. and he takes out a bunch of the dudes and he escapes with the intestines and then he he escapes to michelle yep. rodriguez hideaway yep. um and they she jumps on him they get it and, on. Yep, they, they do it. They get it on. Um, and then they, they, the bad guys find out that Michelle Rodriguez is she, so they're like, where, where can we find her? And they go to the house and they yep. shoot it up. She's um, not there for some she's reason. Not there. She's somewhere else. Uh, they blow the house up, but Machete escapes. Yep. Um, and then... Uh, Jessica Alba goes by and finds out that she follows she to her warehouse, finds all the guns, mm-hmm. and it's like, here, this is what we're going to do. Are you going to are you gonna tell on us? And she goes, no. Oh, my God. We're not Jeez. even halfway through the movie. Ah, okay. So then Machete goes to his brother, who's a priest, played by... Uh, 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 <laughs> Cheech Marin. Marin, and he goes, hey, I need you to help me kill people, and he goes, okay, sure, and then Machete goes and, and fucks Lindsay Lohan and her mom, uh, and films it for uh, for uh, uh, Booth, and then he gets pissed off, and then Booth gets mad, he, he then, uh, they, they, he, the congressman gets called out on TV, he shoots Booth, then it adds to all these, then the, the, the Minutemen and Booth, and, and the congressman, oh my god, are in a battle, and then all the network, they're all fighting, Machete, everybody gets killed except Machete and, and the good people, and Jessica Alba's and Machete ride off into the, into the darkness, on his motorcycle as they're making out and he's not looking at the road. Wow, okay, I did a very big disservice to the second half of that movie because, as usual, I focused about 30 to 45 seconds on just the opening scene. Your face got so red (laughs) that I was worried your nose was going to fly off. (laughs) Yeah. So let's get into this. All right. Let's get into this. Let's do Um, it. Let's do it. First off, uh, I love the opening where they're saying, you know, you can't, you can't uh, say no to your boss. And Machete, 
has a great comeback. Can we play clip number one? This is the boss. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that was actually in the finale of Who's the Boss? Because it? it was always the debate mm-hmm. between if it was Tony Danza or... Uh, I want to say Angela Lansbury, but that's not it. I don't think that's that is right. not it. I don't think Fuck, that's right. I know her name. Anyways, or not Angela Lansbury. And finally at the end, uh, it was a darker ending mm. where they were in the kitchen. There was a funny, playful fight. And then Tony Danza gets stabbed and not Angela Lansbury is standing over him with the knife. And Shit. she goes, clip number one. <laughs> this is the boss. You know, I wanted that dramatic pause. <laughs> yeah, because she, and that- not, that pause was left in real Not life. Angela Lansbury wanted that pause. God damn it, I need to know what her name is, and it's killing me. I know it. No, it's not Angela Lansbury. Because Angela Lansbury is murder she wrote. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not even close. But she, it was appropriate for <laughs> Please the, look for up who the... Your the scenario. The, the <laughs> Holy shit, all right. Sarah Michelle Geller. There we go. No, What that, is it? That it's right there. It. Her, yes. Judith Light. Yeah. Wow, I was way off. No, I had it. I just didn't want to say it. Oh, thanks. I thanks, like to buddy. Leave you. <laughs> Judith Light. Um, I so knew that, actually. They were, they were um, uh, that old Melissa McCarthy movie. Uh-huh. Not old. It was, like, from probably three years ago. Um, she... Of uh, The I, Boss? That's the one, yeah. Oh, yeah, the um, one that came out, like, last year. Was it last year? Two years ago, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Last year. Within the past 50 years, yeah. it came <laughs> it out. It came out, yeah. Yeah, it definitely came out post-World War II. Uh-huh. Um, and they they like had written it, and she obviously like had a hand in that, yeah. and like wanted to play the main role. And they were like, oh, "We don't know. We're we're looking at Angela Lansbury. We don't <laughs> or not Angela or, Lansbury. Or also, uh, yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller or Judith Light. Uh, those are the three other women in the running. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm such an idiot. And uh, <laughs> keep going, please." <laughs> This is the boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so that's that's how they presented it All to right. uh to Melissa right. McCarthy. <laughs> that was a highly successful That's so good. Riff, by the uh, way. Uh you know what I do love about the beginning that I wish c- continued throughout a little bit more is they had this style of like uh it looked like old thirty five millimeter or sixteen millimeter film with like the grain yeah. and then like the f- bad edits. They only really do that for the beginning. <laughs> I don't know, the bad edits kind of well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they flow through. But I, I would have loved, and maybe it just, maybe I just got immune to it, and it is still going on. But I didn't notice like the pops on the film and like the mm. little hairlines and stuff, which I thought was really fun. And uh, this movie's definitely like a, a parody of black exploitation movies of the '70s and things like that, like uh, "Sweet Sweet Back's Badass Song" and things like that. Um, and so this, and a, like I said, a parody of pretty much all of Robert Rodriguez's movies. He's basically spoofing all of his stuff, which is why. Going into it knowing that, I loved it. Maybe if I had prefaced that to you, it would have helped. Maybe. I, yeah, I don't know. Just like like I said, a lot of it felt intentional, but the parts that bothered me were the parts that felt unintentional. Okay, I can do see you know that. what I mean? I can see that. Yeah. I, I love the... Uh, so the entire opening, when uh, he goes in there, it's actually the opening is one of my favorite scenes, where he goes in, there's three dudes, and he just spins and chops all their heads off, yeah. cuts off the guy's hand, like we said, uh, goes and... Creates the hottest damsel in distress ever, <laughs> super naked for some reason. And um, like I said, he gets betrayed. His wife gets her head cut off. It's super dark. Right. And his daughter, they hint that his daughter that was weird to is me. murdered or where, something. Where they were like, where's your daughter? Is she in school? No, she isn't. No, she and isn't. Like, 
And then they drop that and never go back yeah. to it for the rest of the movie. Where, what if he got a reunion with his daughter at the end? That would have been awesome. Shan, what if Michelle Rodriguez was his daughter? That would have been, been great. Oh, been no. Ooh, they, yeah, I forgot they fuck. Yeah. Yep, no, that's awful. But it, they Then had, it would be like old boy. Taken the, oh, oh, shit. Oh. For people who haven't seen old boy, it came out like 15 years ago. Sorry. Oops. Oh, well. Hey, that, was, that was another post-World War II movie. <laughs> another, guys, it came out within the last 50 years. <laughs> within the last 50 years. If you haven't seen that movie that I mentioned that I won't mention again, I just ruined a big twist. Oh, well. Oh, it's well. like ruining Usual Suspects. Too bad. You should have watched it by now. It's too late. Um, um, but although so, Renee hasn't seen it yet, so every time somebody starts talking about Kaiser Sose, I'm like, Are you kidding me? Sh- Renee hasn't seen it. No, that's her fault. All right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Tell her, see it's it. It's like it, Sixth Sense. If you see haven't seen Sixth Sense by now. Week, or like, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so we got to three years later. Okay, wait. Uh, oh yeah, but please, before, please, please. Yes. The what, my favorite part of the beginning is you alluded to it earlier when yeah. they're driving in and the partner gets shot up by everyone <laughs> Every, and he gets totally missed. Yeah. Like he's yeah. so. Uh, like, it's kind of like when Tupac got shot and Suge Knight got missed. Right. Well. I'm just saying, like the that was back, a conspiracy. Like, someone aim for the driver. Yeah, that's on, all guys. I'm saying. Come on, like coordinate a little better. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, uh, and obviously, Tupac got shot because Suge Knight probably called the hit on him. That's I don't so want to say that out loud though, because Suge Knight still has Fucking, reach. This is this episode is a spoiler episode spoiler. for those of spoiler you episode, who guys. didn't know Tupac was dead. Spoiler alert: He's alive. He's alive. I think so. Anyways, I did in seventh grade at least. So then we go to this like this crazy Minutemen, which isn't that far off. From how real some right. of these nut jobs are, yeah. and also is a precursor for Desierto. Um, Alfonso Cuaron, uh, Jose Cuaron, I believe. Uh, Alfonso Cuaron's brother did Judith Light. Judith Light, not Angela Lansbury, directed <laughs> it. Uh, where Jeffrey Dean Morgan's chasing down Gael Garcia Bernal in the desert and killing off illegals as they cross. It's uh-huh. that movie's dark as shit. This movie, though, like does it in a campy way that's still disturbing. It's like he shoots Boy, a pregnant woman. He shoots woman. a pregnant woman, and then the senator shoots uh, shoots the other guy and gets it on video and goes, "My high dollar supporters will want to see that." And it's like, oh, will they? Jesus, maybe just like have an anecdote because like <laughs> you really got fucked by that. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm not surprised. And then I know I'm jumping way to the end, but when they give him. Uh, garb to look like he's Mexican at the end, and he joins the ranks for a hot second before Lindsay Lohan kills him. I was really bothered by that because I'm like, he killed one of uh, he killed one of your people on like on TV and filmed it in cold blood, and you're yeah. just saying, come with us. So this was uh, yeah, I mean that's the part where the, where they like rise above and take the high road. Yeah, they right? do, they do, because they don't want to like they spend the whole movie being like the people who hate illegal immigrants yeah. are bad they don't want to then turn around and say well the illegal immigrants shot him when they, they had the yeah, chance yeah. it's so just like, like in the x-men with days of future past with uh senator kelly spoilers spoilers i'm talking God. about the comic book I'm, not not the, uh, not the movie the movie follows another plat- path okay let's keep going though um because i already did the political rants which i think are really scarily dead on yeah uh, the only difference is that this is a local election, not a national election. And they made him an independent, which I thought was, like, <laughs> very gracious of them. Very gracious. Like, <laughs> yeah. that he's, was... he's not independent. I hate to, yeah, I hate that. to break it to uh, you. Oh, yeah, the health care bill just proved that. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, holy shit, we're getting political. Um, it's like when we did They Live a couple of years back, and everybody was like, I can't believe you guys got so political. And it's like, They Live is a political satire. Yeah, this is a political movie. This so. is a satire spoof that has heavy political connotations sure. in it. Anyways, uh, I wanted to do the, the sound clip you got where um, Jessica Alba meets uh, mm-hmm. Michelle Rodriguez for the first time, mm-hmm. and she's hinting at the fact that she might be she 
the the leader of the rebellion of the network. Can we play clip number two? Funny. Sounds like something she would say. <laughs> you know, uh, in the original, in the first season of The Office, uh, when Steve Carell was coming up with his catchphrase that was going to be his thing, yeah. for the duration, and then become like a worldwide phenomenon of things that people say. Uh, he was trying out different lines. He was on set, and and people were like, "Oh, here, don't put that inside." And then he went, "Funny, sounds like something she would say." And they were like, "I get the intention, just but just you know, tighten it up. Brevity is the soul tighten of wit, so just tighten it." So yeah. he was like, "Ah," and and when they kept saying just tighten it, he was like, "Funny, sounds like something she would say." And they were like. I, I get it. I get it that you just you're just playing fast and loose right now. You're just feeling real loosey goosey. And he was like, "Funny, sounds like something she would say." And finally, they were like, "Jesus Christ, just say it. that's what she said." And he's like, "Ah, yeah, yeah." yeah. I was gonna see how long I could go. With I, was, I, I wanted to see. Also. If it just went like 32 minutes of what? just that. <laughs> Put the, put thirty two minutes on the clock. Thirty two minutes on the clock. Here, here we I go. go. Comedy sports live right here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, thirty two minutes on the clock. That's number two. Funny. <laughs> Sounds like something she would say. Mm, yeah. Mm. So we um, we let's go let's skip around a little because we got I, I basically over explained the the plot to kill the. Senator and all that already. We talked about that pretty yeah. at length and the cutting open. Ooh, but I do want to. <laughs> well, you have a, a cocksucker county. This is when he's being hired by Booth. Yep. So this uh, is Booth's description. This of... is Booth. Yeah, trying to play him as if he's against the senator. Senator. Can we De Niro. play clip number three. Senator John McLaughlin, independent from cocksucker county. You know, I've heard that same thing said about Paul Ryan. Uh, <laughs> only he's not an independent, but he's definitely from Cocksucker from County. Cocksucker County. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. Uh, I don't can... know. After, after Colbert's thing, I don't know if we're allowed to say Cocksucker so. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone look up that clip. It's brilliant. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Um, anyway, so I don't want to keep going with Cocksucker County. It's a, <laughs> I already said what I wanted to say. Um, and then what? What's clip number? What's I know you? Uh, this is when Jessica Alba. No, hold on. Let's just play Let's it. Play it. Out. I'm, I'm clip number four. Sure Jessica Alba. I don't know how you know what you know. Oh, there you go. Michelle Rodriguez. I'm glad I know you. It's it's funny because that's almost a direct quote, and this is a real story from the first porno film I ever saw. Uh, I was in my we were hanging out at my buddy's house, and he got a VHS. Uh, called Deep Dish Orgy was what it was called. <laughs> Sounds fucking gross. Sounds like and I think pizza there was party. a pizza delivery at one point. But the scene that I saw was a pool scene, and it was so funny. Everybody like when you're like twelve or thirteen, you're all just like watching it. Like what the fuck is this? Back in the day, mm-hmm. now you kids find it way easier. But this is the first time you ever saw like anything like that. I remember his grandma was in the other room, and I stood watch, and I'm watching in the kitchen, and we have it on mute. And we're all just like, oh, shit, this is crazy. But uh, when they played it later, when everybody, when her, his grandma went, I, I, I went to sleep and woke up and they were still watching the same half hour so, porno. So hold on. Like four hours later. You were tasked to be lookout. For grandma. And so you couldn't watch. You were, I watched you like were half. Looking I was out. like half But looking. you were looking out and then when you fell asleep, they turned the volume on yeah. and they watched it without you. Yeah. Again. When, when there was no rotation. Was no, there's no there rotation. No, that's And shitty. by the way, grandma came, not my grandma, his grandma came in. At one point, and we switched it real fast, and she was like, "It was awful quiet in here. Were you watching an adult film or something?" And we all—I remember my buddy went, "No, Grandma, it was just 
a really scary scene, and we were all super quiet, and we were all like, who the fuck? But anyways, there was a line I specifically remember. Meanwhile, the deep dish orgy cassette was like, like she could just see it. Yeah. And I remember a line specifically from it where this girl floats up on a raft to an already erect penis and just starts going down on him and then comes up for air and says, I don't know where you came from, but I'm glad you're here. And it's like, shouldn't it be the opposite? Like, he was just laying there and you came out of nowhere on a pool. Yeah. Like, I just remember as a kid even being like, that logic doesn't make sense, even for us. <laughs> That's why you were the one looking out because they were like, "We can't, we don't, we don't need Ben that poking holes in our story. deep dish orgy plot line." That story's so weirdly Wait, true. Time out, guys. Time out. Time out, guys. He he was here. He was here first. She floated he, into frame. This is he put the flag up. The way this is, <laughs> the way this was all structured is that we're to believe he began at the scene where he was and she appeared. Anyways. <laughs> So it's very similar to Can We Play the Cup Again? It's very similar. I you know what you know. I'm glad I know you. Actually, that's also, weirdly enough, uh, what Trump has said about Fox and Friends a lot. Sure. Like, a lot of the things Fox and Friends say, like the wiretapping. Mm-hmm. In fact, when he was asked the other day on CNN about wiretapping, uh, he referred to Sean Hannity. And he had said a, a conversation with him and Sean Hannity. He thanked Sean Hannity. And what he said to him was... I don't know how you know what you know. I'm glad I know you. He didn't, because plausible deniability. He doesn't yeah. need a source. Right, right. Oh, we're going to get some comments on this That's, episode. We're going to mute the comments. Sorry, oh, guys. fuck. Whatever. Um, Whatever. Hey, we're going to mute the comments. And number two. Funny. Sounds like something she would say. say. I like it. I don't know what so that's So let's move on to, to uh, when he's in the hospital after he's been shot. Uh, we do have a fun sound clip from here. Um... Did I get this one? Did I get B3? Is that in there? What is it? What is B3? I can feel your eyeballs in my uterus. <laughs> oh, well, at least it's not in your colon. Can we play? <laughs> so, so the doctor's checking out the sexy nurse. <laughs> and uh, can we play that again? I can feel your eyeballs in my uterus. Oh, well, at least it's not in your colon. <laughs> Why does he sound like almost like Elvis? Like, oh, oh, well, at least it's not in your colon. That's how you sound when you get caught. And is it better to have eyeballs in your uterus than colon? I, I don't understand... I don't know. It's doctor humor. I'm not it's too, a scientist. It's too above for. It's too highbrow for me. Can someone get at me about Yo, why you wouldn't want eyeballs in your colon? Catch me outside about that. All right. Yeah. Catch me outside. Yep. Um, I also love how my phone auto corrected machete whenever I would pronounce machete. It said uh, masekde, uh, M A C E K D A Y, because uh, I kept pronouncing it the way they say it in the movie and not just machete. Um, <laughs> that's my bad. That's my bad. <laughs> Uh, I did say that Machete is kind of like the uh, like James Bond meets MacGyver a lot, you know, where like he'll do things like in the hospital when he <laughs> when the cart rolls out and they shoot it and the canister flies and he shows up from underneath it when clearly there was no one under yeah. there. Yeah, and then he's t- it takes him forever to turn around and he's, as he's flinging the nurse's uh, belt with knives attached to it, slicing up all their faces. It takes them forever to react. There's there's it's, kind of a lot of that. It's a ton of that. We're just like Machete is really just kind of slow moving. Maybe villains. he's moving so fast that they have to slow down the film. Sort of like how in Deep Dish Orgy, the guy actually <laughs> floated towards the woman, we just and you just like we just yeah, don't know. you don't know. You need, it's all perspective. You need perspective. You need context. There's the, there's things like they they clearly telegraph like when the corkscrew is laying on the counter right. that something's gonna it hangs on it forever. He shoves it in the guy's eye, yeah. and Jessica Alba scene. Can we talk about Osiris Amanpour? 
Yeah. The 1-800-HITMAN. Yeah. <laughs> A.K.A. Sex Machine, who I believe is Tom Savini, the makeup artist. Sex Machine from, from Dust Till Dawn, who has the crotch rocket gun. Okay. Fantastic movie. If uh, We covered it on here, didn't Spoiler. we? Spoiler. Maybe no, 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 we didn't. No, I, we didn't. I, it was a while ago. Anyways, oh, awkward. This is, boy, is this awkward? This is super awkward. I bet Josh remembers. It's like it. talking about my my ex hosts here. Ugh, got super weird. So one eight hundred hitman. I love his video where he's doing like these awesome fingertip pu- push ups, and it's say those seem hard. <laughs> it seemed really hard, <laughs> and it's the greatest build up to a character that gets. Almost no screen time. Yeah. Like, he's they, so forgettable. Like, he shows up later, and, and he's he, doing... And I'm like, he crucifies, oh, yeah, this is the he, hitman. He crucifies Cheech Marin, and then he disappears, and Machete never gets any revenge, unless you watch the deleted scenes, where they drag him into a garage, and they take a buzzsaw and chop his head off. And I was like, why wouldn't you leave that in the movie? This wasn't a three-hour movie. No. Why did they need to delete And it was like a 45-second scene. They scenes. literally should have. I wanted some payoff for that. Mm. But so check out the deleted scenes because it's awesome. Uh, and then we, uh, I love the um, I love the whole sequence with him and Cheech Marin because it's so funny. And I, I didn't pull the clip, but when he's like, uh, sorry, bro. I mean, No, he says, sure, bro. I mean, padre. And they established that they were brothers. They were ex-federales together. And uh, can we play the sound clip of this where Cheech Marin tries to get him out of there and and tells him his Hail Marys? It's clip number 10. I absolve you of all your sins and I get the fuck out. <laughs> it's weird because I've only gotten to one confession. And uh, <clears throat> I think I, I was younger and I confessed like stupid things like I watched Deep Dish Orgy while my friend's grandma was in the other room and I was feeling really guilty about it. Right. And the priest was just like, I have more important things to deal with than this. And I just kept going on and on about how guilty. And then also how, like, the illogic of who was there first sure. and who should be glad the other one was there. And he was getting really tired of the semantics of everything that I was going and, and me really analyzing this one line of dialogue. And he finally said, I absolve you of all your sins. Now get the fuck out. I was like, all right. You know, I've never funny? been back. Like, somewhat related to that is I, I actually talked to one of your buddies who was at that party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he like we had a a brief text exchange and he was telling me all about this party. And he was saying that when the grandma came in and she was like, what are you guys watching an adult film? And you were like, no, we were watching something scary and whatever, whatever. And then she like sat down next to one of your friends and like everyone desperately wanted to get back to the deep dish orgy. Yeah. She sat down next to one of your friends and she was like, I just feel bad because I'm supposed to have been watching you and. I feel like I let my responsibilities fall by the wayside, and your friend was like, I absolve you of all your sins, now get the fuck out. She didn't appreciate she did the not, effort, though. She said language. Language. Language, young man. I did forget a couple things. The, uh, one of the things the doctor says, this is one of your very overt lines of dialogue, yeah. <laughs> where I don't even remember Machete ever being shot in the head in the first place. Nope. I guess it happened in the beginning, maybe? And they just, I don't remember it, or they didn't show it. Clip number six, please. Amazing. You see where the bullet rebound was stopped by another bullet that was previously lodged there. If he hadn't been shot before, he'd be dead now. Okay. <laughs> there's this there's this really weird Japanese movie uh, called um, The Glamorous Life of Sachiko Hanai, if I'm pronouncing the, the yeah, name right. Sure. It's real. This isn't a joke. Uh, where it's about a girl who gets shot on accident in a subway in the head. And the bullet gets pressed down. For, she presses the bullet in further and it makes her brilliant. And it's super weird and kind of pornographic in a weird, strange way. Uh, There's a part where there's a TV of George W. Bush, and he's 
and it's a guy with a George W. Bush mask, and the finger's pointing, and the finger crawls out of the TV, and there's a red, white, and blue finger, and it finger bangs her. It's very strange. It's not a porno. Ben, you said no more politics. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> George, George, <laughs> w. Bush, George W. Bush was just finger banging that. So Chico Hanai. It's the weird. I just had to say it because please, if you've seen this movie, uh, tweet at me or comment because it fucked me up for a while. It's the weirdest fucking movie I've ever seen. It was on one of those like. Uh, lists of like craziest Japanese hmm. movies to watch, and I've been scarred for life ever since seeing it. It's very weird. That I just sounds had terrible. To, this is actually just an intervention about that movie. Yeah, please. And there's no joke to it. Please let it all out. But so I do love that that though that like it ricocheted off another bullet. Yeah, that's so that's crazy. That's the logic um, we live in in this world. That's, I yeah. mean, that's that was one of the intentional parts, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're yeah, obviously yeah. they know what's happening here, and they're trying to be they're trying to be sort of funny about yeah. it. Um, but I do love every time he gets hurt. Like as soon as there's danger, he's immediately a hundred percent healed. Like, n- like as if nothing had happened to Unlike him. Like John Wick Chapter Two, where he's like wrecked for the second half of that movie. Right. So, spoiler alert. God oh, damn fuck. it. He's not wrecked. He just limps around a lot. Oh, but he's saved by Judith Light. I hear. He's saved fuck. By Judith Light. Fuck. I'm sorry, guys. Um, that's my fault. I'm a, should I skip clip number seven or what? What do you think? Well, no. So I pulled. Do it. Yeah, I pulled explain. clip number seven just to tell you that we're not going to riff on this. <laughs> yeah, play that. Try not to bleed on the bed. There's going to be no riffing on that. There will that. be no riffing That's, on that We're one. just moving on. There will be no riffing on that yep. one. Uh, oh, and this is... Uh, Lindsay Lohan uh, plays herself in this movie, yep. uh, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, because uh, uh, let's play her clip that she says to her dad. This Being a father of a daughter, Lindsay Lohan's character in this movie, seven years ago, may have been like funny or, or or something or whatever but now that i have a daughter i'm i'm horrified by this kind of stuff and i'm like ah not my daughter i turn in like harrison ford like not my daughter <laughs> get off her lawn get off <laughs> exactly <laughs> get off my lawn that's, that's clint eastwood don't sorry. drive a fast car <laughs> we're just mixing wow. we're just mixing grumpy old white old men white guys. Uh, can we play clip number eight i know all about cracking nuts <laughs> not my daughter no. <laughs> i tell you every like and now it's so weird how like uh, back when this came out, I remember being like, Lindsay Lohan's kind of hot in this movie. And now I'm like, fuck that! Yeah. No way! Yeah, well, I mean, her, the mom is partially to blame, obviously. The mom obviously. is super to blame. The mom is very if she's complicit. Going, if she's going into a pool making out with her it's topless like, for her website. What am I doing? It's not even, she's not even, the mom isn't profiting. It's <laughs> like, Lindsay Lohan's like, this is for my website. They'll love it. Yeah. And the mom's like, okay. <laughs> I do know someone um, who worked with her once. And when he went into her trailer, uh, it was on set, uh, she was in her underwear and he was like, oh, I'll come back, I'll come back. And she goes, no, look at me. This is what a woman looks like. And he was like, okay, that's weird. I will not say who it was, because I don't want to implicate <laughs> It that. was Lindsay Lohan, you but, just said well, it. Well, yeah, but I mean, who, no, who's yeah, yeah. it was her. <laughs> she was like, this is what a woman looks like. Now, that's her second degree, but uh, or third third cousin's it's, twice removed. Yep, sure, that's there the we one. Go. No, mm-hmm. Anyways. Great uncle. <laughs> so, um, oh, man. Yep, and then Machete um, so, bones the wife and daughter. But yeah, which, we find out later again. in the movie that Booth is sexually attracted to his daughter, yeah, which is uh, all that, an unnecessary, unnecessary plot detail, beat. unnecessary plot beat. But they're just trying to make him as scummy as possible. Um, I guess like attempting murder on your friend so that you can make money off illegal immigrant. Like, yeah, he's he's already <laughs> scummy. We didn't need the daughter. We didn't need the, da- didn't we need the, the part. Yeah. Can we play one of my favorite clips, which is clip uh, B four? You could have at least texted me. Watch out, they don't text. He don't text. He don't text. You know what? Uh, I've often texted my father-in-law, and I, I've been like, hey, trying to just say a real quick thing to him. 
And, and then I'll call him and be like, hey, did you get my text? And he's always like, Jim, don't text. And I'm like, nice. Nice, Jim. <laughs> well done. Jim, don't text. He hasn't even seen the movie. He just knows. That's amazing. He just knows. He hasn't seen Usual Suspects either. either he, but he, but he, knows. he knows who Kaiser, he knows who Kaiser is. is. Holy shit, we have so much more to talk about in eight minutes. Um, so, but so there's that's yeah. another like that's cool and that's a funny and like yeah. sweet line. But like, why not? He he. Well, later on we see his texting <laughs> abilities, and I think that's why he texts like a gorilla who just found a phone for the first time. He's like, or like my daughter when she tries to grab my phone, and I'm like, ah, I haven't sanitized that today. I don't know. Right. Phones are filthy. Right. And I have a five month old, and I get freaked out every time she's like. I'm FaceTiming with my parents, and she's like, ah, and I'm like, no. She's taking FaceTime as literally, literally as one literally. can. That's, <laughs> yeah, she's that's actually a, extremely advanced. That's, that's what we're yeah, learning yeah, right that's now. That's what we're learning right now. So um, let's skip around a little bit. Uh, we did have, oh, this is one of his uh, lines to Jessica Alba, which is kind of showing Machete as the smooth talker. Clip number nine, please. You're the second beautiful girl that's picked me up today. There we go. Well, hell yeah. Which, by the way, I wish I had pulled the music, because it's like a spoof of porn music every time. Actually, I think it was pulled from Deep Dish Orgy, if I remember the music. <laughs> but it's always like, like you, brown, brown, you probably do remember the music. Brown, yeah, and I was like, this music doesn't fit the, yeah. the, the scene. Uh, they should have used a different composer, because... Uh... <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> Booth tell, the, the, the bad guys in this, they spoof how much bad guys tell their exposition. Right. Over and over, and I love that. I think that's a point that yes. really works well, because yeah. they're making fun of how bad guys in action movies say everything, or how they conveniently have all of their um, incriminating information on one hard drive, or videos, yeah. or a password encrypted that's I heart April, right. his daughter. It's the second try. It's, <laughs> it's like, April? Try. No. I heart, I heart April. April. <laughs> and then his brother happens to have recorded... All of the conversation, all of the confessions of Booth. Wait, but also, so follow-up question. It's 2017. Are you aware of any way to make, like, an icon or symbol part of your password? Because I don't don't know how to do that. Oh, like heart? Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know how to make an emoji part of your password. I don't think that's possible. This was ahead of its time. Yeah, it sure was. It was was future-minded in its politics and also in its emojis used for passwords. I like that. Uh, can we play? This is when Jessica Alba rallies everyone to go fight, and then we're going to spend the last five minutes talking about the most epic, insanely ridiculous battle I've ever seen in my life. We haven't even talked about that Steven Seagal is in this movie, is, as but a, we'll get to as it. As a Mexican. As a, and he has a really poor accent. Um, come on. So anyways, uh, can we play clip number 11? This is my favorite sound clip. Listen to me! Yes, I am a woman of the law. And there are lots of laws. <laughs> Is that it? Can we play that again? Listen to me! Yes, I am a woman of the law. And there are lots of laws. <laughs> so that's a... Oh, God, do I do it? Do uh, I do it? Yep, do it. Uh, there's an Ivanka Trump speech, actually. When she was being called out about, like, her husband's dealings with Russia and things like that. And she was like, listen, I uphold the law. And she said, and she looked directly into the camera and she said. Listen to me. Yes, I am a woman of the law. And there are lots of laws. And what she was saying is that I can't keep track of all of the laws. There's so many laws. So... 
Who can know all the laws? So let's talk about how they all roll up in these amazing cars that have these the craziest hydraulics I've ever seen. Yeah. In fact, one pops <laughs> like, up and smashes a guy. The other one has a rocket launcher on it that blows up a tower. There's so much craziness. I have to. The, well, oh, I love that there's an ice cream cart guy running but with so, a machine but gun. But the, the rocket launcher doesn't yeah. move, but it shoots in multiple directions. <laughs> it's, a, it, like, it's really just random. It's a heat seeking <laughs> or like bad guy seeking, I guess. I think it's just a. Oh, fuck. I hope we hit something. Fingers missile. crossed. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, oh, we forgot to mention that. <laughs> well, so, so when, yeah. when they're on set and they were like, let's do a rocket launcher, and they were like, but what about. What about the laws of physics? And uh, the resident f- uh, physics law person was like, Clip 11. Clip 11. Listen to me! Yes, I am a woman of the law. And there are lots of laws. Okay. I don't know all the laws of physics. And they went, all right, fine, we'll just shoot done. it. Done. Done and done. Uh, there's the sexy nurses show up and start blowing everybody away. <laughs> I meant that with like guns, right? Not, like, not with. <laughs> they, they it wasn't deep dish orgy. They didn't uh, just float up to them. The, uh, <laughs> oh shit! This is making me laugh so hard. Uh, then she comes back and she has an eye patch. We forgot to mention that Michelle Rodriguez gets shot oh, yeah, in the eye and she, she's fixed because she had another bullet in her head. That was, so this Robert Rodriguez, the faculty had a lot of eye stuff. Yeah, a lot of eye stuff. And then stuff. they shot uh, yeah. Michelle Rodriguez in the yeah. eye. De Niro is about to be uh, killed by the Vaughn, Don Johnson, one of the Minutemen, and they bust in and save him and because they're taking the higher road, which yep. I liked. Yep. I, um, I like that they took the high road. I'm very glad he still got it in the end because Lindsay Lohan comes as a sexy nun and shoots him in the chest. Turns out he has a bulletproof vest. And then he takes the vest off. And then he takes the vest off, which never <laughs> makes sense. And he's running still in his garb. His, uh, which was made to make him look like one of the network uh, and illegal, mm-hmm. um, and he's running along and he gets shot by Minutemen, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. I love the fact that the senator gets shot by Minutemen and and they say "Welcome to America" just like he said in the beginning. I thought that was a really cool yes. callback, and I think that's one of the things where it's winking, but it works really well. Um, I think that <laughs> then Vaughn drives off, drives off, and she shows up in the back and just shoots him. We don't really get a great payoff for his death i wanted more of a payoff but that's because they were saving it they were saving it for the end when uh when seagal shows up and who killed machete's wife in the beginning and they have this epic fight oh i forgot to mention machete puts a gatling gun on his motorcycle and launches over and shoots a few dudes and then hops off it immediately yep which i really wanted him to just go on that for like yeah, an hour Unclear. that would have been awesome because he he does he prefers machetes but i'm pretty sure a lot of this they just used scenes from the spoof trailer and put them back in this movie because that's identical shot for shot mm. to what happened in the spoof trailer so cheech man with his double barrel shotgun which we never talked about there's right. so much in this movie that's absurd yeah where he's holding two shotguns if you've ever tried to fire a handgun you can't fire two shotguns like this and i love when he when he goes behind <laughs> he goes him behind and, and he sh- nails both people both of them. there's too many awesome things in this movie to talk about i fucking love this movie but they're fighting and machete stabs Seagal in the stomach, and he gives the most epic bad guy death uh, monologue ever. Clip number 12, please. You know, I could kill you right now very easily. Believe me. Notice his accent. It's just nothing. This ain't shit. <laughs> He's a machete in Why? his stomach. I know you'll just be waiting for me in hell. So... I think I'll say goodbye. 
And now he twists the machete and wiggles he it around. He himself yeah. like a samurai. Fuck it. Yep, there we go. So, has Steven Seagal ever spoken above a whisper? No, I don't think so. Steven Seagal, Kiefer Sutherland, and Jim Caviezel. No, Kiefer Sutherland either well, whispers or scream. screams. Yeah, I, except for in Designated Survivor, fantastic show by the way. Anyways, yeah, but Seagal, I'm fairly certain. But they've nailed the like. I'm Steven Seagal, and I have sort of a very offensive accent in this movie. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and do it. But I'm just doing a Seagal. This is my Seagal impression. It only would have been worse if they made him grow a mustache. Yes. That's the that only thing that would have made it worse. We're, all, we're pretty much out of time. I do want to play one last clip. This is when every all the dust has settled. All the bad guys are dead. Machete gets pulled over while he's riding on his hog. And it turns out that it's Jessica Alba. Ooh. And she gives him his papers and he gives them back. And this is what they say. Can we play clip B5? Why do I want to be a real person? When I'm already a myth. Yes. Where will you go? Everywhere. Oh, come on! How awesome is that line? How, ex- I need to know exactly where. Uh, he's going to upload his consciousness into the internet, <laughs> like Johnny Depp in Transcendence. Yeah. And then he'll be everywhere. Okay. Spoiler alert! God, God damn, damn it! Ladies and gentlemen, I know, uh, GMP fans, we may have gotten a little too political for some of your tastes, but again... Take the context of the movie before you start trolling us with comments. I do want to know, those of you who have seen Machete Kills, the sequel to this movie, mm. I'd love to know your thoughts. I think the first one's uh, way better, but I think the second one has a lot of zany ridiculousness. And uh, speaking of politics, uh, Mel Gibson is crazy awesome in this movie. <laughs> He's hilarious and out, out there and completely batshit insane. And Sofia Vergara's boob cannons are pretty ridiculous as well. Nice. I'd love to know what you thought of Machete Kills. Machete, do you want to see Machete Kills in space, which they were supposed to do <laughs> and they haven't yet? Because I would fucking pay I would kickstarter that shit. Anyway, that's what he means by he's going everywhere. That's all we have time for today. Jesse, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse. Check out uh, The Prom Losers for Sketch. Yeah, I'm at The Ben Begley on Instagram and Twitter. Also, today, May the 4th, a Star Wars short that I was in called Star Wars Star Wars Destroyer came out. It's fucking awesome. The crew, that nice. the director, everybody that put this together, Aria and all them, they did a kick ass job. Judith Light. It looks like a Star Wars movie. I'm so stoked about it. I tweeted it out from my Twitter. I also tweeted it out from Guilty Movie Pleasures. But look up Star Wars Destroyer if you don't see the tweet. Check it out. Like it. Share it if you dig it. May the fourth be with you. And until next time, what is your Guilty Movie Pleasure? From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.